0: Dokey dokey. Where you cool. talk
1: first. Oh,
0: yep. Mm-hmm.
1: I talk, you talk. I talk, you talk. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: Hello and welcome to Donna Martin Graduates, a podcast where we watch old episodes of Beverly Hills 90210 in order and try to remember why we love Brandon so much. We loved Brandon. Um, I did. Oh. And I wrote this. Oh, okay. Hey. Yep. We did. <laughs> <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Andrea, not Andrea. And I'm your other host, Kelly, and this week we watched Season 2, Episode 15, u 4 E A.
1: Euphoria. <laughs> I feel like we should have entered with some, like, techno music, like... <laughs> yep, that's exactly what techno music sounds like. <laughs> I don't know, anyway. This week's episode starts Inside West Beverly, where Emily offers Brandon a whole shelf in her locker. They make some disgusting innuendo about his books inside her locker, and he tells her it's an awfully big step. She tells Brandon that her parents think that she's nuts anyway, and I feel like we should have caught on to this already, but whatever. Brenda, Kelly, and Donna are walking through the halls discussing their plans for the weekend, and Kelly wants it to involve her wearing her plaid blazer. They go through some options, and I'm trying to remember if Brenda has a boyfriend or not. Um, Maybe they do something with him. You know, have you seen him? You know, I just want to remind you that he's um, super hot.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: They catch up with Brandon and Emily, and Emily reveals that she knows of an underground club and has plans for her and Brandon to go. She then invites the girls and tells them you don't have to be 21 to go. It's just music and dancing and really cool people. Um, Is this in a basement of a church? Because that's how they get you. Like an MLM scheme. Mm -hmm. Emily tells them they have to do an exchange and an egg for information. And it all really sounds on the up and up. Yeah.
0: Brandon and Emily head to the newspaper office where Brandon immediately invites Andrea to the club without checking with Emily first. And Emily does not look happy at all. Andrea, of course, says no. And Brandon gives her a hard time. And Steve comes storming in, upset because he wasn't invited to the club. And how did he find out so quickly when there are no cell phones? <laughs> Emily explains the premise, and Andrea asks why all the secrecy. And Emily says that it's so the cops don't bust it. And Andrea points out that there must be some illegal stuff happening if they're worried about the cops busting it. And Emily just raises her very dark eyebrows. Dark eyebrows. And then Emily challenges Andrea and then Steve asks her to be his date. So she says she will go. So she can write an article about it in the paper. I mean, everything does not have to go in the paper. Seriously. Yes, it does. Let's calm it down. It does
1: too. I was going to say it probably got around from, you remember how in the very first season the DJ would announce like all the shit all the time, but maybe but the we dj didn't hear David
0: it. Now. I I suppose that's true. I don't think David does that. That was just that one art guy. Oh, okay. That I think probably ended up being like 21 Jump Street. (laughs) At Casa Walsh, Brandon and Brenda are
1: getting ready for the evening, trying to concoct their cover story. They land on telling their parents they are going to a midnight movie. Meanwhile, Kelly tries to be honest with her mother about where she is going, only to have her say that she saw an expose on the news and she's not letting Kelly go. Why is everyone dressed in black? (laughs) Is there a dress code? Brandon and Brenda can't even stick to their original cover story, but the parents agree to extend their curfew since they will be together. Kelly tricks her mother into thinking she is studying, and as soon as Jackie slips out to go the mills, Kelly
0: takes off her robe to
1: reveal a completely different black outfit on.
0: The twins walk into the peach pit, and Brenda is suddenly wary of going, and Brandon tells her it's okay to stay behind, and then asks if she likes Emily. Weird. Brenda tells him that Emily is his girlfriend, and that's all that matters. Speaking of, Emily is also outfitted in black. The only one who isn't is Dylan, because he's a rebel. Attaboy. And Kelly asks why David has to go with him everywhere, and Donna tells her to get used to it. And they all head to a gas station where Emily asks the cashier to exchange an egg. The cashier collects $10, which appalls Brenda who obviously has never gone to a club before. (laughs) And then Kelly gets some gum and Brenda gets some water and David asks for a bottle of whiskey and the cashier gives it to him without asking for ID. Where was this guy when I was 16? I always had to steal my underage sister's alcohol that they tried hiding in the garden behind our Uh, fence.
1: So the gang pulls up to a warehouse where there are lights and electronic music
0: pouring out of it. Now you can do your... Oh, that's horrible. It's like... And was it Men's Warehouse? Did they sell suits there? I don't know.
1: (laughs) Dylan pulls Brenda aside to let her know that there will be drugs at this rave, and she asks him if he's going to be okay. He says that just because they are doesn't mean that he has to do them. And David then offers everyone a drink of his whiskey, but everyone declines, so of course he takes a large sip. Ellie remarks that she misses Steve, and Emily condescendingly tells her that she remembers how much it sucked when she didn't have a boyfriend, and when did her personality completely change? Brenda, meanwhile, tells Dylan that Emily rubs her the wrong
0: way. Wanna rub you the wrong way. Sorry. Oh, I was gonna say, you know who doesn't rub you the wrong way? Johnny Gill. He rubs you the right way. All right. I'm glad we were kind of on the same wavelength there. (laughs) Andrea and Steve show up late to the peach pit because Steve had to have seconds on her grandma's liver. Ew, with some fava beans and a nice (laughs) tea. And that gives them a map to the gas station that Emily drew and an egg to which Andrea promptly spills coffee on the map, not the egg. Oh, gotcha. Then they have to dry it off and head out the door. Back at the club. Find me in the club. (laughs) Emily tries to convince Brandon to dance, but you know his constantly changing feelings on that. He asks about a, quote, popular guy that has the number four on his chest. And Emily explains that he's a drug dealer selling Euphoria. Ooh. Apparently it is $25 a pop and Emily won't confirm or deny as to whether or not she has taken it before. And Brenda and Dylan join them and Brandon quickly narks out the guy who sells drugs and then does it again when Kelly sits down and says how cute he is. <sighs> okay. all, of, all of a sudden, <laughs> Emily recognizes someone she knows from San Francisco and heads off. David invites her to dance with him and Donna, but she declines and heads to the drug dealer. I'm beginning to think there's something up with Emily. I think. Mm. Mmm. So
1: Andrea and Steve think they find the gas station and attempt to exchange their egg. The clerk asks for a receipt and everyone seems super confused. (laughs) Andrea, oops. You did? I did. I realized it was the wrong gas station. Back at the club, Emily has super holy jeans. I thought that was important. (laughs) Newsflash. Emily has super holy genes. She tries to talk Brandon into doing some euphoria, and Brandon says no, but Emily tells him that it's a great way to bring new couples together. He continues to turn her down. David then plops down and offers Brandon some whiskey, and he's obviously drunk and staring really closely at Brandon's face. Emily slips off to grab Brandon a soda, and David tells Brandon that Donna likes him. Emily slips the drug into Brandon's drink, and I'm sure this will go over real well. They take an awfully long sip and then start making out.
0: Yay. Yay. David and Donna continue to dance, as does Dylan and Brenda, one couple much better than the other. Obviously. (laughs) Meanwhile, Brandon can't remember what taste buds are, so Emily asks him if he's feeling euphoric. He finally catches on and is mad at first, but then she promises not to let him, quote, flip out, and they make out some more, and I'm pretty sure he's dancing. Back in the Corvette, Andrea complains about Emily's map, and Steve accuses her of being catty. Bam. And back at the club, Donna tells Donna that... She, Donna tells Donna? <laughs> she does. She talks to herself. She told herself. She's like, I'm the best one here. Yep. Uh, back in... What? No. Yep. Back at the club, Donna tells David that she is bushed, and he asks her if it's Barbara or George. <laughs> <her> <laughs> Yes. But Donna doesn't find it amusing. And it was kind of funny. It I'll was admit funny. It. The gang congregates around Donna and David, and Dylan seems irritated by drunk David. That's a lot of D's. <laughs> it's a lot literation. of iteration Going through the big D's. They all realize the time and decide they've got to go. But not before Kelly uses the bathroom. On their hunt for a bathroom, Brenda and Kelly see Brandon dancing with Emily, who doesn't seem very happy. He asks her to go outside, and she tells Brandon to enjoy the rush because it's always best the first time. And Brandon says that he thought it was her first time and she just walks away. Ugh <sighs> a, lot of t- a lot to unpack there. Bees and everything. Bees nuts. D's- <laughs>
1: Steve and Andrea are about ready to give up, and Steve reminds her that she will get to see Brandon and Emily together. He tells her that the only thing Emily has is that she's always in Brandon's face. Just then, Andrea spots a spiky-haired teen going into the gas station they are sitting in front of with an egg. Back at the club, Kelly and Brenda spot a couple doing crack and tell Dylan they would like to leave pronto. They find David, who apparently has now discovered his gag reflex, and they start hunting for Brandon. Brandon is on top of his car with Emily making out. Dylan hoots and hollers, and I'm kind of disappointed in you, Dylan. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, David is vomiting outside the club, and he thinks he's going to die. We've all been there. Brenda tells Kelly to leave so that she can beat her mom home, and isn't Jackie with David's dad? Won't they make the
0: connection anyway? You would think. One Continuity, Continuity. Am I right? Continuity. Dylan quickly realizes that Brandon is high, and Brandon tells him that he's the expert, but he means that in a good way. Ouch. And Brenda, obviously, is appalled by Brandon's behavior, and then Dylan basically tells Brandon to go F off. And Emily accuses him of ruining their buzz and then tells Brenda that she feels sorry for her. And then Brenda just Brenda's all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) there's Brenda it out everywhere. (laughs) And Brandon tells Brenda that he isn't leaving. So Dylan gives him money for a cab and takes his keys. And he and Brenda go to leave. She tells Dylan that she never thought it would be Brandon she'd have to worry about getting high. That it would be Dylan. And Dylan confesses that he does think about getting high all the time. I would too if I were dating Brenda. Way to have confidence in your boyfriend, Brenda. And as they are walking away, we hear Brandon utter the famous line. Don't go away mad, just go away. Oh, and by the way, he's doing this uh, in a leather jacket without a shirt on, like we talked about last week. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Kelly is freaking out about being late on the drive home because they get stuck behind a slow dryer. Clothes <sighs> aren't getting dry at all. <laughs> David is not faring very well in the back seat, and Kelly chastised Anna for binging him. <laughs> what the
0: fuck? God. <laughs> Here I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, David's not farting very well. But you're like, (laughs) completely. Okay.
1: Let's start again. Kelly is freaking out about being late on the drive home because they get stuck behind a slow drive. (laughs) That's my dryer noises. David is not faring very well in the backseat, and Kelly chastises Donna for bringing him. Donna defends him and tells Kelly that her mom has never been on time. They arrive at Kelly's house and turn on Kelly's bedroom light, only to find Jackie sitting in the dark on Kelly's bed. Andrea and Steve arrive at the rave just as the cops arrive. Steve wants to leave, but Andrea wants to see if there's a story and gets out of the car. Because, you know, we got to put in the I goddamn can't. paper. I just can't with her and her stories. Yes. They find Brandon and Emily still on the hood of Brandon's car, and Brandon spots them, tries to give Andrea a kiss. Woo. Emily spots the cop and tells them that they have to get out of here because she still has some drugs on her. Steve snatches them out of her hand and says he's going to get rid of the drugs, and Emily tells him that she spent
0: $50 on that. Is that a lot? It was 90, It was like seven, 1976, so probably. Okay. Wait. 1976.
1: <laughs> it was 1992. Okay. Um, Steve says, easy come, easy go. But I'm not sure that's what that saying is really for. <laughs> Brandon cannot find his keys, and he does not remember that Dylan has them. So Steve takes them home.
0: Back at Casa Walsh, Brenda is waiting up for Brandon in jeans and her tennis shoes. Who does that? I mean, it's like 5 o'clock in the morning. At least have sweatpants on. Right. She tells him that she was worried about him, and he tells her that he feels like hell. She lectures him, and he asks her to stop. She wants to know if Emily is worth doing drugs for, if she's worth doing anything she wants. He confesses that Emily slipped the drugs in his drink, and she wants to know if he's angry at her. He says that he tried to be, but the drugs were too powerful. He then says that people talk about doing drugs like it's so cool, but it's really just a fake-out. Eh, tomato-tomato, Brandon. Then he tries to describe what it's like being on drugs, but it sounds like when Steve Carell described boobs in The 40-Year-Old Virgin. (laughs) They're like bags of sand. Bags of sand. And then Brenda tells Brandon that she was afraid that he had changed, and he tells her that he's the same boring old kid he always was. He did drugs one time. One time. And she's afraid that he's changed. That took a weird turn. Yeah. Dylan takes
1: Brandon to pick up his car before he goes to work, and the car is trashed. Dylan tells him that he's just lucky he didn't have to see himself the night before. Did I miss something? Like, he laid on his hood and he made out with Emily. I mean, that's really all he did. Well, except take his shirt off and he wore a leather coat. (laughs) Mm, That was was the rebel part. Yeah. Uh, Dylan asked Brandon if he was mad at Emily, and Brandon said that she thought it would bring them closer together. But actually, it tore them apart. That's real insightful. Brandon says he's going to have to tell his parents, and that discussion, of course, does not go well. Brandon tells them that someone drugged him, but he won't rep on Emily, who shows up at his door just in time. Brenda says that Brandon doesn't want to see her, but she comes in anyway. Cindy asks Emily what happened, and Emily plays all innocent, telling them that she spent the night taking care of Brandon. Brenda asks her why she didn't drive home, and she says that Brenda took his keys when she and Dylan abandoned Brandon. I'm going to say it. She makes Brenda look like mother Teresa here. Jim, of course gets angry at Brenda for leaving and Brandon angrily tells his father that he's going to pay for the car because he does. Brandon angrily tells his father that he's going to pay for his car because all he does is work hard to pay for the damage he does to his own car. Then, um, you know, stop doing damage to your car, dumbass. (laughs) Also, that's what you're supposed to do. Also, how did this happen all in the hour before his shift? And also, why are these teenagers up before 7 a.m. after a night out? So many questions.
0: So and wiring
1: minds answers. wants to
0: know. I think yes. these, this episode and the next episode, they the writers just did Emily Dirty. They did. Like, this was not the character that she was set up to be in her first few episodes. They just completely changed her personality. Exactly. To have... Did you see Christine Elise's
1: uh, Instagram today that she was doing a photo shoot and it looked apparently like it said Melrose Place and like, so maybe she was supposed to go to Melrose Place and then they didn't do anything
0: with it? Oh, uh-uh. I haven't been on Instagram much today. Oh, I was like, Mer? I need more. I need to know more about this. So she was supposed to be the transition and not Jake? Apparently. Huh. And then they decided to make her crazy instead? I guess. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Always got to make the woman crazy, you know? Yeah. Not sexist <sighs> at all.
1: Nope. Nope. Nope.
0: Either um, victims, they're a bitch, or they are crazy. That's what we got.
1: Or they're Karens. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy Karens.
0: Um.
1: So what is our issue of the week? Drugs. Drugs. They're, drugs are bad, Okay. Yep. Drugs are bad. But, hey. And don't wear a leather jacket with no shirt. That is, that awesome. is a Correct. crime against fashion and humanity. And humanity's fashion. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, obviously, Brandon and Emily are still together. Not for long. Not long. for very long, though. Spoiler alert, guys. Next week, dun dun dun. Oh, sorry. No, it's so <laughs> We were I... both looking off into the distance. I needed to take a drink.
0: <laughs> I needed a drink anything to report um no i can't do anything
1: so i have three things i would like to report what one arrest the goddamn cops that are that killed brianna taylor two arrest the goddamn cops that killed elijah McLean. and three wash your goddamn hands what's with all the goddamn it just made me feel like angry gotcha I. Gotcha. Or it made me, made me feel like being angry got my point across. I kind have said the F-bomb, but then we would have had to have had explicit. I think I cursed earlier. <laughs> so we might have <laughs> to do it anyway. <laughs> you did say what the, what the F, and uh, I screwed up saying oh. it, but that's easily edited out. Gotcha.
0: And I no saying, one I felt, will
1: ever know. I
0: felt like I cursed earlier. <laughs> you did, but <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> And then I just stab myself in the eye. I Why do you keep contacts. stabbing yourself in the eye? I don't know. I just bought new contacts and they don't seem to be any better than my old contacts.
1: I would write a strongly worded letter.
0: The white star line about all of this. Yes. I would then do that. Die. And then die.
1: <laughs> I'll never do that again.
0: It's my favorite movie.
1: Is it? Uh huh. What did I watch? I haven't watched the um Eurovision oh,
0: Icelandic movie yet. With Will Farrow. I started Ferrell and watched the McAdams. first. I think 15 or 20 minutes of it, but
1: I did though watch a uh, four hour PBS documentary about women voting
0: Oh, in, the
1: suffragette movement. Yes, I did watch that,
0: that was really good. I enjoyed that. I watched Athlete A, on
1: I watched Netflix. that this morning, mm-hmm. and I'll Be Gone in the Dark starts tonight. Um, um, HBO. Well, you know, you might know somebody who has it <laughs> and maybe could help you
0: out. I might. I bite, I bite. Sorry. Yeah. I drank last night and <laughs> my kid got up early. So Already I had to uh, do my intake for the dentist this week. And the, the, you know, they ask you like, are you a smoker? No. Um, do you drink? And I said, yes. And she's like, how frequently? Um, do you drink every day? Blah. And she started going through the list. And I was like, uh, no, every weekend since quarantine started. <laughs> and she started. Uh, she's like that is completely understandable i get it i'm
1: trying to not drink um i've been working out for a whole week good job yeah kettlebell at a 20 pound kettlebell nice and um i'd like to think that i'm feeling different but and i know the scale is not going to really move because i'm working out to build muscle not and
0: i feel like you should never you should never determine your worth by the numbers on the scale i know but i bought a fancy scale i'm just telling myself that because i've gained like eight pounds in the Uh, last four weeks so i probably from all the drinking (laughs) i this is the heaviest i've been since i was
1: probably in my early 20s and that was a really really hard time so i'm just trying to get get it off and, and be healthy about it while also still Allowing myself to enjoy life. Anything else?
0: Nope. Just that's, that's it. (laughs) Okay.
1: Um, You can catch us on your favorite pod catchers and uh, rate review and subscribe. We like five-star reviews. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can find us on Instagram at Donna
0: Martin graduates podcast. We're on Facebook. You just look us up by our name. (laughs) And then we're on Twitter at graduates, Donna. And we have an email address, uh, Donna Martin graduates at com. I think. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I think now I just use it to get into apps. <laughs> so, because people aren't emailing us. We'd love to talk to you. Yes, please email us. Send us a fan letter. And send us a fan. I don't know. <laughs> send us a fan. You could always use those in my house. Yeah. Like a little oscillating one. I can put it on my desk at work. There you go. Oscillating. Enjoy that word.
1: <laughs> all right you weirdo all right um so until next time uh, we'll be back next week with episode 16 my, my desperate, desperate valentine, valentine which totally sounds like
0: sweet valley high book oh, does. Does. <laughs> do you think they gave her the name emily valentine just so they can make that fun mm, excellent question uh, they're not very i mean they're not really that yeah, great at no. making fun so no, maybe i have to think that it's thought out yeah Perhaps. All right. All right. Until next time.
1: Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.